today I stole a Jolly Rancher from a little kid and um, I sort of forgot it was in my pocket, but it's actually really good. I've I've definitely missed watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Good people, good people, what's good with y'all? This is the Up Late segment of Up Right with Eve, the podcast. As you know, I am your host, Eve. The show uh, is where your very own favorite cousin um, comes to you to discuss life's discord and delight um, with just some comic relief, those hard-ass truths. But making sure that I am unapologetically loving each and every one of you. Uh, the up late segment is where in under 20 minutes, I will uh, go over my day, check in with y'all, see how you're doing. You know, tell you what happened in my day to day. Just just basically a check in. It's up late. Um, it is 11, 16 p.m. on Monday, the 31st of August. It is 14 days before my birthday, my 28th birthday. Man, I never thought that I would be here at 28 years old. You couldn't have told me at 18 that I would have lived to see 28. So I'm very grateful, very, very blessed to be able to have another year around the sun with more lessons and many more blessings. Before I get any deeper into this episode, I was chatting with a listener of the show and uh, she let me know that a couple episodes ago I said something that was offensive to her. Um, And I just want to apologize, uh, Leslie, for the statement that I made. Um, I was actually able to learn something from you in the communications that we had. Um, And I believe the statement was being a true blue lesbo. Um, it is a statement that I said, I guess, with a minimum of concern um, pertaining never being with a man. Uh, but I did not take in consideration lesbians that do come out later in life um, and that it isn't really an uncommon feeling in our community, to be sure. So, Leslie, if you are listening to this episode, I truly apologize um, for the statement that I said with lack of concern um, to others that may take offense to it. Um, So I appreciate you for reaching out and appreciating the episode, and I extend my warmest apologies to you. So how are y'all? Y'all don't check in with me at all. I'll be checking in with y'all in the up late episode. Um, If you do follow us on social media, you are able to reply to us at any time about how you are, what type of shit is happening in your life. I'm that favorite big cousin, so you can run it by me. And I'll be able to give you those hard truths while loving you uh, in spite of we do walk this walk together. 
Um, I am not a medical professional or a doctor of any kind. So please, please, please do not take anything that you hear on this show and try to substitute it for professional help. Um, I'm just a person that is walking through life and navigating it and uh, being on the journey to freedom and to happiness. And um, I chose to not only walk the walk with those who are also doing the same, but also to be able to share tips, wisdom, and a few laughs. Um, So today I woke up and, man, there's no alcohol in my house, so that's great. But today I woke up and I decided to uh, hop on my treadmill, go for a walk. I haven't been able to um, run since I've had um, the condition with my spine. I want to run so bad, but it's not um, it's not the best thing to do right now. It does hurt when I run. And so I've decided to try to do other things that will still allow for me to be in shape. It is so easy to get stressed and be depressed about having something that literally dictates my physical activity. Um, it's, it's a very stressful thing because it's like, well, my brain says that I want to run. You know, I want to do things like jump rope. I want to do things like squats. Um, I tried to do some squats earlier after I was walking on the treadmill and it was like, okay, no, my back was not happy with that. So that's been something that I have been taking one day at a time. If you have some health stuff that's concerning you, do not wait. Don't wait. Get it checked out. See what it is so you can try to get ahead of that curve. There are so many, one, natural remedies, but two, also things that we are able to do as far as with our physical body to do sort of like damage control to prevent um, these things from taking us out. You know, essentially, our health is all that we have when we're stripped bare of everything else. We have our health and we have our mental health and our physical health. And those things combined allow for us to be our best functioning selves. And then we're able to dress it up with jobs and titles and clothes and cars and houses and all of that pretty stuff. But yeah, if if, if you have anything that is currently ailing you, address it. Get it checked out. See what you're able to do to be able to be either in less pain or closer to being uh, in better health. I did also want to ask y'all, did y'all see that Nishi Nash got married to a woman? Oh my goodness. Like I'm scrolling on my social media today and she, I mean, I could have sworn that she got divorced from her husband uh, in 2020. And yeah, she did. So she got divorced from her husband, Jay Tucker. Um, this year officially and she just uh went right on into her surprise marriage to Jessica Betts. Jessica Betts is actually a singer. Um I know like I could have had a chance with, with Niecy Nash. I knew that when I used to watch that show, what was that show on TLC where they would like flip the rooms around or they would take two neighbors and swap houses And then they would let one neighbor design one house and then the other neighbor design a room in another house. I think it was like trading spaces or something like that. Um, It's so crazy because I used to watch that show like as a as a teen and be like, dang, yo, 
Niecy Nash is so bad. Like, oh my gosh. And now I know that that's why. Because she always had a thing. She always had that sparkle in her eye. Was it trading spaces or trading places? I think it was trading places. Trading places? Either way, I used to watch that show only because she was on that show. Like, it's so crazy. So, so crazy. But yeah, man, like, wow. But either way, like, super happy. I hope that their their union is strong and it lasts. Congrats to the Murray couple for sure. Now, let's get down to the meat and potatoes of this conversation. How many of y'all have transitioned y'all kids back into school learning after the first two weeks of hybrid learning? I know a couple of places surrounding the DMV. Um, I know, like, I think Maryland is just going back today, so that doesn't really apply. But I believe D.C., Actually, maybe D.C. went back today, too. Well, if you are in another state other than Virginia, how many of y'all have uh, called up y'all school's guidance counselor, y'all students guidance counselor and said that this is not going to work? And what's the, the earliest date I can drop her off? Don't don't lie about it. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. It will set you free. Y'all know y'all wrong for sending them babies back to school. A lot of y'all didn't even wait to see if hybrid learning would be something that y'all could deal with. Y'all just like, you know what? I'm going to send those kids, regardless of COVID, Corona, Heineken. Like, y'all don't make no sense. But I get it, though, because I have friends that literally call me and text me throughout the day. And they're just like... If I don't call you later, just know that, like, I went out the front door, closed it, and kept walking because this at-home learning is going to be the end of me. Like, like just at their wit's end with it. Oh, I wanted to ask y'all something. Did y'all know that apparently being divorced in your 20s is is, like, not a common thing? Like, I wasn't aware of that, so... I recently have been looking at like support groups um, and just things of that nature to be able to talk to people um, about their experiences who have been divorced that still get support from certain support groups after their divorce. Um, It's a little bit weird because I'm just like, you know, hypermasculinity is a real thing. So being masculine presenting and not being able to fully express feelings, um, be super emotional, all of those things. I've been finding myself being a lot more honest with my emotion, with my anger, with my sadness, with my confusion um, during this time. Um, And I think that it's been healthy for me to do that, but it is difficult because being masculine presenting, a lot of people um, hold masculine presenting individuals, specifically from my experience, women um, that are dominant or that are aggressive, uh, they hold us to the same standard as men. So it's like talking about it isn't isn't really accepted. Being angry about it isn't really accepted. Um, being emotional about it isn't really accepted. So it's sort of nowhere to really turn 
with those emotions. Um, a lot of you may or may not know, but I don't have like a huge, you know, family that I'm able to speak with and talk to about certain things that I'm going through, which is fine. Like that's really not a huge issue with me because I've never really wanted to burden um, other people that are super close to me with issues like this only because I know that everybody has something going on. But to be in groups where people actually have this experience um, or just, you know, advice um, because they've actually walked that walk and walked that path has been helpful. But I didn't know that like being divorced in your 20s was like something that either isn't statistically being tracked enough or it really just is something that that is uncommon. And I wasn't aware of that. Um, I find that a lot of growth for me right now was happening because I had just turned 23 when I met my wife. So my birthday was in September of 2015, and I met her in December of 2015. So I had just turned 23. Um actually proposed to her August of 2016 so I had only known her eight months before I proposed to her um we were living together at that time and then we got married April of 2017 so we were supposed to get married later in 2017 but you know it was almost like why keep waiting you know it was literally like lesbian u-haul story kind of deal like why keep waiting um let's get married we're really excited about it all of that stuff um but yeah like there's been a lot of growth because when we are in our early 20s and I find that with age gaps um I do really believe that with age gaps when a younger person is marrying someone who is older or older person is marrying someone that is younger that dynamic can be something that you're looking at and it's like okay these are the pretty parts of this situation and it works and it's functional because one maybe we've been through similar things or maybe we at this point are just choosing love like it could be so many different things that fuel people being together but I find that now like, say, for instance, if I was if I at 28 years old was going to marry someone that was 21 years old, I would be like, wow, like, I wonder how I was at 21. Like, what things did I think about? What kind of things that I know about myself? Like, I would be scared fucking shitless um, marrying someone that young. And I. I do know that, like. When I was getting when I was preparing to get married and stuff like that, like being engaged, um the age would sort of be in the back of my mind but I think that you know we have this idea of like wanting this love and having someone love us and wanting to be something so much for someone it's like oh my gosh like I truly am successfully making this person happy or this person is truly successfully loving me in a way that feels the best and as time goes on, you start to notice like, wow, the things that I liked at 23 years old, I don't even do at 25. 
I don't even talk about the 26. You know, you start to really notice that, okay, I'm coming into this person that is not the person that I was when I met and dedicated my life to this person. And I find that also if the older person is honest and if they're open um, to receive and to grow, it's something that they too to a certain extent are thinking about um, about themselves like you know I'm older there are certain things that I'm not doing anymore there are certain things that I don't want anymore um, I may not want to go out three times a week to the club like this person in their 20s I've never been a clubber so that has never been my thing but just like examples of how we grow and when I was younger I was always told your 20s is where you find yourself your 20s is where you have all of your F-ups, you have all of your mistakes, you have all of these things that can happen. And I think that society does that a lot. And the only thing that it really does is it will make that person in their 20s feel like, oh, I'm going to try to make the best decisions and really try to be inside of those experiences. But it's like, oh, my gosh, like, what if this decision isn't the best? You know, like you'll get to the end of your 20s or you get to your mid 30s and you're just like, oh, my gosh, that wasn't the best decision. And I was so focused on not being a society statistic, if I'm saying that right. Um, or societal to statistic, that's a tongue twister, that I still made decisions. And like, now here I am having to clean up and fix and correct the things that I did with my life. It's just so crazy, because like, I don't think people really realize that you know, as humans, we do evolve, we do grow. That is something that's a part of life. A lot of people will run around and be like, oh my gosh, this is who I am. This is me. Love me or leave me and all of that, like all of that stuff. But in, in all actuality, it's almost like, okay, well, if that is what you want for life, then a lot of things won't actually stay the same. You know, friendships, I've lost friendships for being, you know, different. I've lost friendships and not really lost friendships, but, you know, you grow apart, you grow apart from people and situations and things that you like. You know, when I stopped smoking pot, when I was um, in my early 20s and right before I turned 20, when I stopped smoking pot, most of those people that I smoked pot with, I was no longer friends with. Like, it's just so crazy, like growth is something that is continuous and the older I get the more I notice that our time is intentional and our growth must also be intentional on what we decide to grow into how we decide to grow up how we decide to grow ourselves up how we decide to grow our spirits up like it's a real thing because time is waiting for nobody and this world will eat your ass up I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. Follow our Instagram. Follow our Twitter. Up right with Eve. Like, man, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. I hope that y'all have enjoyed this up late segment. Much love. Peace. Peace.